Hey everybody, welcome to GST Friday. I'm your host, Dean Sage. We're back with another really great episode. Uh, I've got a couple of things lined up and a, some great hosts. We're uh, going to be talking about some gay Jedi. We're going to be talking about uh, some masturbation and uh, we'll maybe even we'll poke uh, Brendan and talk a little bit about fetishes because we didn't quite explore them as much as some of his fans wanted us to last time. Uh, so speaking of Brendan, uh, who is back for his second week in a row. Now, Brendan, you popped your cherry last week. How did it feel? Um, did we have enough aftercare for you? I mean, we were doing fetishes. This is disgusting. <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Obviously, you came back, so hopefully you enjoyed I was, it. I was forced against my will. He is bound to the chair right now, but I think he kind of likes it. Well, that's part of the fetish, isn't it? Yes. Um, now, Brendan, just in case people didn't catch last week, uh, of course they should. Go back, listen now. No, listen to us right now. Uh, what is your little 30-second commercial? Like, who are you? How do we know you? That kind of thing. Um... I'm Brennan John. I do YouTube. I sing and model and stuff, and it's fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's also one hell of a barista. So if you happen to uh, find him and let him know how the show goes, um, he, I know that he appreciates that. Um, and then, of course, I have the indomitable, the wonderful, um, the, the psychotic. Well, I was going to say the, the daddy of gay porn. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Mr. Mr. Devin Hunter. Devin, how are you doing? I'm good. Am I old enough now to be a daddy? <laughs> I love it. Well, okay, you you claimed the title the last time you were on the podcast. Did I? It, okay, well, I, I won't, you know, go back it on was, that. It was in reference to Bernie Sanders, so... Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. But I, I got I got notes from my millennials, all three of them, and uh, they, they told me that definitely uh, you you could be accepted as the, as the, the, the Bernie daddy, the Bernie daddy sort of gay porn figure. Well, the, well then they have spoken. Now, this is really problematic, though, because, like, you're 27 for, like, the 18th time. Like, I didn't think that was old enough yet. Like, well, it's actually 24 for the 16th time. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's get oh, it, don't get it twisted. <laughs> just, just in case our listeners aren't familiar with you, go ahead and give us a quick little introduction. Who are you? What do you do? And why do we care? Oh, I'm a general shitstirrer and <laughs> idealist, and I have my own website at anterosmedia.com. And when he says shitster, he doesn't mean that in the same way that you're thinking, but he can do that too. Oh, oh, you know what? We are having a fetish show, aren't we? Let me be more clear. <laughs> I promote dialogue. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, we don't promote messy bottoms on the podcast. We, you know, we definitely want you guys to um, go back and le- learn from Eli Lewis. He will, he is the gay douche fairy. He will help you out. Yes. Uh, no, but for, okay, so for today, um, now we have one Star Wars fan and one person who's staring at me like I'm the biggest nerd in the world and they would like to be 10 feet away, but can't that, because they're connected to the microphone. That is not what I said whatsoever. He is twisting things. I do like to twist things. Oh my. Um, so uh, there's, uh, no. there, there's, so here's the thing. And this is, this is, this is why the non-Star Wars fan I think would care. Okay. So Mark Hamill came out, not came out. Mark Hamill <laughs> went out to the media and said that Luke Skywalker could come out. That his sexuality was never, you know, suggested or implied. Um, in fact, I think the only action he ever got was with his sister. Ooh. So I mean, that's a whole oh. other thing. Yeah. Um, wow. mm. But it brings up so it brings up two things, and we got to talk about it. So we got to break it down first of all. It's Disney, which is actually very gay friendly on the um, working side. Like it's actually one of the best companies to work for if you're gay, um, especially the theme parks. I hear. I mean, they're just very, very good, very accepting. They were one of the first companies to introduce partner benefits. However, when what? Oh, I was going to say on the Disney Channel, they've actually had lesbian couples. Well, I was just, no, I was just getting there. But so in media, you know, they're kind of in the same realm as most of the media companies where it's not really explored as much. So my first question, I guess we'll go with Brendan because he's got some thoughts on here. But do you think Disney's brave enough to take a action hero movie 
and add a gay character and do it right. Okay, I don't know about doing it right. Um, I think that they are brave enough to do it. Uh, well, I don't know with like a huge franchise like that if they'd be able to do it justice, I guess. Um, but Disney owns ABC. ABC's been having a lot more gay characters, a lot more gay sex. That is true. ABC Family in particular, which is now Verve, Vibe, what uh, hell is uh, it? Fusion. No. No? No. No. It's uh, not free, a car. Free something. Freeform. Freeform. Or freestyle. Um, and ABC How to Gay with Murder. Literally every episode has some sort. Did you just say How to Gay with Murder? How to Gay with Murder. Yep. Okay. That's, you know, it's fetish. Okay. All right. Remember so the finger thing? The finger thing. The finger week? thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So Devin, let me, let me turn this over to you because we... Um, God, did we spend about three hours discussing the last movie? I'm not sure. Um, oh, and it wasn't you happening. and I? Yeah we, yeah, we we ranted about it quite a bit. Yeah. Well, we, we'll spare the listeners that. But so taking that same question and maybe twisting it a little bit, does this feel like gay baiting? Does this feel like, or does this feel like something that's actual, that's, you know, possible? Uh, well, if they were to actually do something like that, I think it would alienate a huge part of their base. I don't think that he... I don't see how they could do it successfully. This has been around, what, 40 years now, and there's been no discussion of this until now? Well, Luke, in all of the extended works, is straight, actually has a relationship with the most popular non-canon character ever. Um, it's, you know, it, it, it would definitely be hard in the minds of the fans. Let me let me switch the question up, because the actual case that I think we have against gay baiting here is that there was a lot of bromance in this film between two of the characters and the actors themselves have basically said that, I don't know if it's in joking or not, but they were playing it. And I quote kind of gay or playing it gay. Um, but I mean, is, is this another example of, you know, gay baiting, getting the fans up in a tizzy, but then never really following through with it. Uh, I don't know about gay baiting. I, I felt that the most recent movie, uh, this is going to be a controversial statement, but sometimes I felt like it was a nod towards affirmative action. There was all sorts of stuff going on. Like it, it felt to me like they were purposely trying to be as inclusive as possible without necessarily making it feel very inclusive. I, I don't know why I feel that way, but it, it was odd to me that in a galaxy that had no color and no female characters, they were suddenly everywhere and i don't have a problem with that it was just a disconnect for me coming out of the other movies so when they then add this nod towards gay inclusion but not really it kind of feeds back into my opinion that they have another token black character and another token female character but it's like pretending to be inclusive but not yeah, and and the other thing that we kind of have to point out is that while on screen it was good, I think if we went through the credits, we would still see quite a lot of non-diversity behind the camera. That's such, such a huge issue. Um, not even just gay representation, but I mean, just females and anyone that isn't white uh, representation. It's... And, and, and let, me, let me just add this. I'm, I'm happy to see that they are trying to be inclusive, but at the same time, it somehow felt forced. I, I don't know how to put my finger on it, but I, I didn't buy it. I didn't. I, it didn't feel authentic. I, I will to me. say this: I think J.J. Abrams is trying, and I think that's really, really good. But if you watched Project Greenlight, like I did, um, there was an amazing casting director 
um, who happens to be a, a, a female, a, a black female. And um, but it, it's not just that. It, what the point was is that she understood that you can't just check a list. And I think that's kind of what you're getting at. And that's kind of what it felt like a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of checklisting going like, OK, we got this guy. We got this guy. We got this guy. OK, yeah. we're good. OK. And thinking about this, um, another reason why I didn't feel very good to have a main black character was because he at some point broke out into jive talking with with that new little rolling droid thing and i felt like that was kind of not cool but in general i would not have said that i felt like they were playing anything gay i i I didn't get that at all you have to see the screen caps that these uh fans have made they're pretty interesting Mm -hmm. um i think it was coming more from uh the poe character the um Oh gosh, I'm completely forgetting his name. Oscar Isaacs. Uh, he was more coming from him. Uh, he seems to be the one that was taking the lead on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, this is a really interesting thing, and it feeds back into things that are going on with Ghostbusters right now as well. Um, well it's not a female the, cast this time, right? That is right, but there was some very heavy criticism over the way that the black character was included, and it's you know it's a really tough thing. And I actually want to turn this question around to Brendan because Brendan, you're you know younger than the two of us, so you come from a little bit of a different thing. I'm 12. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, I'm going to have to be arrested after the uh, discussion tonight. <laughs> but uh, other than that, um, no, the, the point that I want to kind of ask you is, um, you know, you grew up with way more representation of gay and even color on screen than either Devin or I did switch it all around. How important do you think it is for something like Star Wars or something like Disney to put the representation out there all around, not just gay, but color and everything. I understand the representation, like trying to represent everything, but if you're doing it just to appease people, that's not really the right reason to do it. You need to do what feels natural to the story and what would be the best casting for certain characters. Uh, I, I just don't think it's a really good idea to just do something for the sake of doing it. Um, it was like this thing that I read on Facebook the other day that, um, or not Facebook, it was like a quiz or something like that, figure out political standpoint. And it was, should companies be forced to have equal women to men in... Uh, like a quota system, should there be... A quote? yeah. Okay. And my personal opinion is, if there's as many women and if there's as many men, it could be more women, it could be more men. It shouldn't matter what your gender is, what your color is, what your sexual orientation is. It should be who is best fit for said role. Now, this is something that's really interesting. I'm going to kind of round this point off because we can go on for this. And I actually want to try to get a show where it's not three white guys talking about this issue. Um, But in in the effort to not be tone deaf about this subject, um, things like quotas, things like uh, the way affirmative action was implemented in some cases actually is really good because the problem and what Brendan points out is that there is an ideal. And I think that a lot of the younger generation, especially the millennials, they understand that the world isn't perfect, but they desperately wish that we could at least try for it. I kind of hear that in what Brendan's saying. Um, But I will say that um, there is very necessary things like, where do you go recruit? And I was thinking about this the other day, but where do you go recruit? So, you know, Hollywood's always saying, well, we can't find qualified screenwriters who happen to be of color, qualified screenwriters who are females. And my question is, well, how do you go find them? Do you just talk to yourselves and the people that you know? Or do you go down to traditionally black colleges and put up your career fair there and make all the white people drive to that college? You know, I I think, you know, that's just one example. But when you go into the recruiting process, 
how are you actually recruiting them? How are you reaching out and meeting these people? How are you creating the opportunities so that the best candidates can get there? But I, I'm, you know, I'm going to get out my soapbox in a second and then nobody's going to be interested in that. Devin, I'll go ahead and give you the last word on this because I think that you've dealt with this a lot, both in the work that you've done. I mean, you have a very inclusive um, body of work with Anaros Media. I mean, do you have any kind of final thoughts to round this out? In regards to my company, I feel it's important for people to see themselves represented in media, especially something like magazines or or videos, because the absence implies that they aren't beautiful. So including people of a white background, I, I intended that to affirm the beauty of different types of people. Okay. Okay. And, you know, to the point that you're making on the cover art, um, I can tell you for certain that even books which specifically spell out race or color or just anything ethnic, oftentimes the covers will be whitewashed. There's, I mean, that's just, it's a huge thing. Whitewashing is just a huge thing. And we, you know, we will get into this and um, actually audience, please, first of all, let us know what you think. Obviously three white guys can be tone deaf. We don't want to be. So please tell us your own experience and share as you feel comfortable. But also um, if you have some suggestions for some people that might be able to speak to some of these subject matters, uh, I'm definitely interested in doing a show on that. So let us know in the, in the Twitter at gay sex cast or at Dean's age media. And uh, yeah, but uh, we're going to, we're going to move on to some more fun topics. Um, I'm trying to hot do voices, topics. hot topics. Let's do some hot topics. I but bought so store. many posters from that store in the 90s. Yes, right. I did. I actually almost went in there earlier because I'm still a teenage person, except that I'm not really. I just feel like I am on the inside. Uh, Wait, I'm no, still... I just embarrassed myself. I was I was thinking of the wrong store. What store? <laughs> Never mind. Wait, wait, what store were you thinking of? Oh, uh, that tacky little store where you could get posters and like oversized shoes and like just junk. Spencer's. Spencer's. Oh, we were in there earlier. I got a, I, uh, I got something for St. Patrick's Day. I got uh, sus- green suspenders for St. Patrick's Day. You know, I did get some cool prints and, and Michael Jackson memorabilia there, so I can't throw too much shade. Well, sp- speaking of sex toys in the back, um, like we actually, I actually almost took you back there while we were shopping because we were talking about, I was going to see if they had that thing I was telling you about, the, uh, the collar and stuff. Um, uh, uh, oh. Yeah. Um, but but mo- move, moving on to sexy times, um, this is and I think this is kind of interesting because uh, I think Spencer's is a really interesting thing. I can tell you for certain that Spencer's is the only store that I knew of in Texas where you could actually buy a sex toy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. like, that was that was really interesting. Actually, I believe dildos are still on the books illegal in Texas. Oh, whatever. Um, so, <laughs> so this is this. Well, I mean, that's why they have so many guns. But um, <laughs> the, oh, shade. Uh, but no, the so the the thing the thing that I want to talk about is that um, like masturbation and self pleasure is like huge, and apparently, like now the internet's allowing scientists to actually study it, so to speak. So Pornhub released its statistics, and then apparently some people's of, you know, scientifically types went over it and they found out some interesting things. And this is actually kind of curious because I was letting Brenda know, because uh, uh, you and I actually designed a mobile site for Anaros Media. And he was like, wait, people watch porn on mobile. Um, it turns out that 52.9% of Pornhub hits, this is mostly straight because it's obviously there's mostly straight videos on all of the tube sites, uh, but they were mobile 52.9% of the time. Um, a good 36.2% were desktop though. Uh, which is, of course, Brendan's preferred I platform. Can't, I can't imagine trying to watch that on such like a small screen. I just want to be able to get. Well, you are a size queen. 
Uh, for your devices, I should say. <laughs> but what's interesting though, besides Queen devices, um, tablets were only 10.8%. And I found that really fascinating because they're the best of both worlds. They're highly portable. They go everywhere. They don't weigh very much. You can hold them one-handed. And like mine, 13 inches. So. Ooh, bragging. <laughs> I am funny. I don't even know what I was trying to say there. Anyway, let's continue. Um, just continue with what you're saying. So you're, wait, you're saying that the data from Pornhub is indicating that people are not using their mobile devices? No, no, no I'm sorry. Let me, let me make that pretty clear. 50%, over 50% are using their mobile devices uh, for their Pornhub consumption. So basically half the people out there are not Brendan. Um, so why why you said earlier that they were upset about this? Why are they upset about this? Oh, so what they're what the the problem that they're having is that when we come when we orgasm, there's got to be a better way. To, like we need something in between the two, right? Because you can you can have a dry orgasm. It is possible. It happens in men sometimes. It's fine. It's perfectly okay. You don't even need to be hard to orgasm. We'll just throw on the psychology hat here in a second. Um, uh, but no, the so when when we when we orgasm, we release oxytocin in our brain, uh, and that's called the cuddle drug, uh, for lack of a better word. Just basically, it it makes us bond to something around us, especially whatever caused the orgasm in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is why couples exist, I guess, scientifically speaking. Right. So their question, their 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 problem, I guess, is that um, not only you know is straight porn wildly you know, deceptive as far as what will actually make your partner happy. Um, but they're worried that men will start to form attachments literally with their phone. Oh, I, okay. Yeah. So Brendan, I have to ask you. Okay. Um, we've talked about the stains on your laptop before. Oh shit. Those are not, oh. So speaking that. of masturbation cleanup problems, um, <laughs> we're getting, getting, getting back to the topic at hand. Um, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of interesting things to parse here, but I figure let's kind of let's let's break it down. So let's let's since we're embarrassing Brendan, let's start there. Brendan, we know that you're a, a desktop kind of fan, but like, what's your normal like masturbation routine, and you know, what do you go for? Like, what's sort of your like if you're on a tube site or do you do tube sites? Uh, it actually depends. Like half the time I will watch something on my laptop, and half the time I just do it from like memory. See, this was what the study was worried about, is that men were going to forget how to visualize. I don't find that to be true for myself, and you... Yeah, I will visualize, especially because sometimes I'm like, I don't really feel like watching anything on my laptop, or like, whatever I'm watching on the laptop just sucks, sucks, and I'm kind of bored with it. So I'm like, oh, do you remember that one time where the where someone's dick was so deep down in my throat that, oh, yeah, that's fun, okay. Uh, Devin, I mean, what's like for you? Are you do you even use porn? I mean, is, can you even go back to it? Is it or are you just completely traumatized from it at this point? I don't know about traumatized. Well, I I uh, I have uh, gotten very very selective. I almost never watch it anymore. So I, 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 I end up looking at I end up looking at how it was made. And then I can't necessarily concentrate on what's happening. Oh my god, yeah, I'm I'm a really really bad like I I honestly like based off the thumbnail I'm like nope that's too shitty <laughs> production I'm not gonna be able to pay attention. <laughs> oh, when they don't. I'm even like I'm like no play. their ass is orange we can't do this. Mm-mm, not only mm-mm. that but it's like Donald a lot Trump? of them they don't even bother to like hide the cords or the light boxes or anything. Oh, they fucking get up on the bed and they're like I mean like their fucking dick is hanging over the guy's head while he's trying to like look sexy while bitten half like i don't know i'm probably turning somebody on actually brendan brought up a good point and devin i don't know if this ever happens to you but like i i like i almost am anti-turned on 
by someone that I know, and I know a lot of people. So uh, yeah, yeah, I can I can see how that would happen. I actually like I kind of sound like a little girl. Like I'll be like going on there. I'm like, oh, this is sexy. I'll be like, oh my god, it's so. I'm like, okay. Oh hey, it's Benji. <laughs> no, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I was really like the other day. I went on, and I was looking at the thumbnails, and I was like, oh my god, was that my roommate? So then I clicked on. I was like, oh my god, that's he probably doesn't even care. Uh, Zachary, except I think that's his name. That's my I don't even remember what his point name used to be. Felicia was on Felicia it. was on it. And um, I was like, oh, yeah, he even showed, like, he would actually show me his scenes. He'd be like, I'm so proud. Like, he would show me, like, the little, like, one-minute, like, the trailer of it. And I'm like, okay. I so you're trying you to sleep with me tonight. I see what's happening. I can tell you right now, I never have ever wanted to watch my scenes and in instances where people oh, were I could, to watch he, my scenes. He was, was so proud of his scenes. Oh, it creeped me out. There's been several times when people have wanted to watch my scenes while I am there with them. And yeah. I can tell you right now, that is not cool. And I'm not saying anything bad about him. That's, sorry, no I'm trying to put that up. Yeah, like I literally, I'm just putting that out there in case he is listening to this. Like, hey, I did not mind watching his scenes with him. So you found that kind of hot. That was, that was, a, that was sort of a turn on for you. Yeah. But also, if his ex-husband is listening to this. Well, you can't mumble. you got to say it in the microphone. I want to say it to the microphone. Say it. Say it. Because if his ex-husband is listening to this. You're going to fuck her, too. What do you got to say? Did you fuck her, too? Yes, I did. Oh, fuck you her. did? Oh well, my no, God. she fucked me, too. Oh, well, uh, well yeah. Let's, don't get it twisted. If we're going to sell Brendan here, we got to, you know, put it all together. <laughs> So what? Oh my what, God! What did I we just can't believe my sex. I can't believe my sex life is coming out on a podcast. He asked for this. I did ask for this. He told me that I did not actually poke him enough the last time. Oh what? Prod. Prod. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, but no. What's interesting about me is that there's two things I noticed when I did my own self inventory. Um. Is that rimming, but not the lizard. Okay. <laughs> not this like whole reach around the corner like. <laughs> Um, oh, I said the lizard. Is this a new thing? Is this a new fad that I don't know about? Yeah, Brendan no, Brendan takes, takes his oral skills very seriously, so the no. implication that he doesn't know something. No, no, but it's like it's a porn thing because I take pride in my speaking ability. Thing. You do. The, they, they open out to the camera. So they open up to the camera, right? Ripping. They're they're trying to show, yeah, they're trying to show it off. I actually personally like it when he just gets in there and what I'm seeing is the reaction. So I definitely like the reaction. So I actually, like, I find myself getting off to the rimming and then I'll just watch a little bit more to be like, okay, what positions do they do? Like, I'll start taking notes after that. Like, I'll come and then immediately be like, okay, what's the production value? Um, where's the lighting indexes? <laughs> um, uh, like, and, and then I'm like, oh, I don't know if I would have used that millimeter lens there. Uh, <laughs> no, but the funny part is I will actually do this while I'm like hard and stroking. Like, I'll still be analyzing that and I'll even like take notes. Um, I don't have this problem. No, you don't. No. Um, so, but the other thing that I've noticed, and, and I like that Brendan brought this up, I like to see the full body, especially the feet, and not in like a foot fetish way, because like I don't really like it when they shove the foot in the camera. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Wait, did I bring this up? That you have a foot fetish? No, I don't have a foot fetish. Oh, no. So actually, one of the things I absolutely adore is seeing both the top and the bottom in the same shot, but also just, I don't know why, but somehow like when the feet are used in a connective fashion, that uh, really turns me well, on. Well, it can, because like, seeing well at least for the the bottom seeing like the bottom's feet because you can really see like a reaction from exactly. what is happening exactly and good actors know how to act with their feet um so i'll go to I'll, we'll come back to brenda because we've been there so enough. Toes. devin devin like 
visually speaking, you might have to go backward in your memory here, but like what is what what in your porn consumption or in your masturbatory aid consumption, like what was sort of the visuals that appealed to you? I'm gonna sound like such a sappy ass, but I prefer to fantasize about the sex I've actually had that I enjoyed. I don't generally I, I don't generally fantasize about celebrities. I don't generally fantasize about uh, porn that I've watched. I generally fall back to personal experiences that made me feel uh, well good. And uh, the, same. Girl. Generally speaking, they were athletic experiences. <laughs> But they might have been very romantic, you know. But but you should see Brendan's face right now. Oh, if you could see what I was just doing with my draw, I'm doing. If anyone's ever seen Jenna Marbles, I'm doing the oh. Oh. Yeah, you oh. got you got an O face out of Brendan when you said athletic. Athletic. Sorry. Um, kind of. But whew. but I, I I personally haven't relied on porn in a long long time. I mean, I every now and then, but it's. It's just not. No, okay, but we gotta let's, let's be honest. Let's be fair for a second. You did get uh, into it because you did like it at some point yeah, in some yeah. way. So g- give give us give us a nugget here. Put the professor away. Bring yeah. bring the sassy friend back for me. Mm-hmm. You are a butt man. Yes, you, I am. <laughs> like, we're just gonna be like, you are a butt. You are an like ass. what? Well, People I like to fuck you. Butt. You're just butt. the butt. <laughs> Yeah, I you, love, I love you, like you. There's guys, there's guys Atlantic, in so. your repertoire <laughs> that we both, you know, we and, and I've actually noticed this. We have a lot of ass eating on the site so far. But my point mm-hmm. is, you um, and if you actually want to see Devin's ass eating skills, uh, <laughs> have I got a gift for you? Um, oh, I tear that ass up. <laughs> I, I, I've seen you. I've seen you take guys, and I'm like, why do you? And then you'll like, you'll show me. You'll show me the the arch and the and the, and the spread, and I'm like, oh. So I, I let's be <laughs> let's be fair. When that booty is presented. <laughs> Popping. <laughs> yes. I, I, I feel like you have reactions. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I like, well, I like the full package. I just like fit guys. and But the, if there's like one part where it's like the rest is superfluous, it's like the ass. <laughs> okay. But, 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 but. There is one model of mine that uh-huh. you like, I don't, it, it, you almost have this like, Glee when you see pictures of him or talk about him. <laughs> and if you're wondering who, he's the header image on my Twitter page at Deep Space Media. Um, but what, like, it's interesting because he's not really that tight. Like, it kind of surprised me that you had such a strong reaction. What was it about him? Probably the arch. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to look at the picture again. Well, yeah, well, the, the picture, if you scroll down my page, there is definitely a nice arch going on there. I'm not searching for this whatsoever right now. Um, so no, it's, the devil it's... is a liar. The devil is a liar. Oh wait, <laughs> do you mean uh, uh, uh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, Brendan, it's it's now it's your turn. So we we know that like you have a dick preoccupation. You talk oh, about no, like, I'm a in complete your ass guy. No. Well, no, like, but it's, it's interesting because you like I hear you you switch back and forth like I prefer bottoming, but. Yes. Well, no, but no. What I hear, what I'm saying is, like, you you have an oral obsession with with dick. It seems like mm-hmm. that's very very important to you, and size is actually very very important to you there. But like, what in a in a scene? Because it's kind of hard to get some of those those cues. But like, where's the moment that you're like, yes, that you just dig in and your toes start to flutter? Ah, uh, um, it actually depends on what I'm feeling that day. Like, uh, not even not even kidding. Uh, sometimes I want to see. A guy choking on dick. Sometimes I want to see someone getting fucked really hard with like 
really big dick and really big ass. Like, that. And then... Is it like days, that? No, it's not even that. No? It's the look on the person's face when, like, a huge dick just, like, goes in there. I love how he swallows the word dick. Dick. <laughs> Sometimes bondage. I was going like to say, because we, we, yeah. we didn't get into it a little bit last week. If you'd like to hear a little bit more about Brennan's fetishes, you can refer to last week. But what we didn't really talk about is you have been exploring the, the tied-up thing. Do you watch? Do you, do you find that you watch your fetishes, or do you find that you want to experience your fetishes? Some of them just watch. Some of them I want to try to start delving into. What is the best manual stimulation tip that you can offer someone. Devin, what's what's sort of your favorite? What's your go-to? How do you make those little dancer boys jive? Well, my spit has the consistency of silicone lube, so I'm very good at hand jobs. Interesting. And do you kind of like use mouth and hand simultaneously? Uh, well, not necessarily. I can I can generally bring people to orgasm just with my hand. That's not really a tip. That that's something about me that's inherent. It's not really a skill. Well, okay. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do so well with your hands? Let's ask that. Do you have well, any? I, I have a flourish. There's a wrist flourish that I use at the tip for people that like the tip. And there's, there's, uh, I'm better at people who are sensitive on the tip than people who are sensitive on the shaft because I'm sensitive on the tip. So trying to figure out how to make the shaft work doesn't make sense to me because my shaft really doesn't do anything. It's all in the, it's all in the head for me. So people who have a sensitive head, I'm better at people who are all shaft. I have to work harder because I have to try to empathize with what they're experiencing because I don't understand what they're experiencing. Actually a good point that not just because just because you are with a man doesn't mean that you understand everything. Communication. Communication obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we gotta watch body cues. Yeah. Speaking of body cues, um I hear Brendan has a body cue that you're doing the right thing. But let's let's bring that back to uh to, to this masturbation technique. Do you have any special, you know, things you can just go out there for people to try and anything that you've found that works really well on you or others? Um, well, for me, because, well, my head is sensitive, but, like, also playing with a person's, like, base of their shaft. Mm, yeah. Um, so going, like, between the two definitely works well. Switching it up, mixing it up, right? Yeah. And definitely spit. Okay. okay. Um, weird thing for me, though, I personally actually don't like someone using spit or lube on me when they're giving me a hand job. I don't know why, but like the friction of it actually feels better. Interesting. Than, Interesting. Yeah. I like like I, I actually, like I actually can't come when someone uses lube on me for a hand job. Very curious. I was, cause I was going to ask, I was going to ask if either of you use lube. Um, I have to like the friction. Absolutely. I can't, I can't function with the friction, but there are other people that I've met who cannot function with the lube. So everybody is, has their own nuances. Everybody's different. Okay. So for my tip, um, it's, it's actually one of my favorites. It's the, it's the, uh, the fist palm. So oh, 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 what the, the fist palm we're talking about fist and I'm kidding. No, not yet. Um, so the, you take the shaft with the one hand and that, so this is, this is, I think this gets all around. So you can take the shaft with one hand, and you do some movements with that, and a little, a little bit of twist is good if you have lube. If you don't have the lube, please do not give the dick an Indian rubber grip. Okay. Mm. Okay. <laughs> mm. So with, with if you if you have the lube going on there, and then um, what you do is you take the fat of your palm and you put it on top of the head, and then you just sort of massage around the top of the head while you're also stimulating the shaft. And you can do your own variations on this, um, but it's sort of very, very intense, especially if you do have a head sensitive uh, individual in your grasp. So mm-hmm. there's my little tip. Oh, I actually 
if I want to like tease a person that's very head sensitive. That's actually a lot of fun to tease someone that's oh my very God, head yes. sensitive. Yes. It's kind of the best fun, actually. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know, I think we've kind of delved into quite a few things. Um, just to uh, bring it bring it all the way back around, um, we do have a little bit of a public service announcement. And um, I'll start off, Devin, you just finish it off. But um, obviously, I think everyone at this point is aware of the, the issue with PrEP, where we do have what appears to be the first case of contraction while someone is on it. So please, 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 please do not treat any one thing as the only thing. All right? Uh, especially if you like to play. Playing is fine. We enjoy our sluts and our whores on this podcast. We consider ourselves, well, I consider myself one, frustrated, although it may be. But um, Aspiring. Aspiring. <laughs> trying. Um, but the, yeah, so, like, wrap it up. Because prep does not prevent any, everything. And it's, it, is, it is mainly, and I, Devin, I don't know if you agree with me on this, but it's mainly for people who are uh, in relationships with someone who is positive and they are not. Uh, that's kind of the main place where this is for, or if you're in the industry. Um, because if you're in the industry, there's facials and there's other set things, and it's it's messy. It is very messy. Oh, what? They give each other facials? Like, you know, like for like skin perfection? Yes. Okay. Yes, Angel, me. I'll fill you in later. Okay. Um, so, okay, but Devin, I'll, I'll kind of, because you, you've been very vocal on, on prep issues before, so I'll kind of let you have the last part of this public service announcement, and we'll bring it on home. Let's just remember that PrEP was never intended to be used by itself. It's a tool in the toolbox, and it does not prevent anything except HIV transmission. If you take it religiously, it protects you at about 99% from HIV only. Therefore, you still need condoms because they cover you for HIV again, but also for other uh, STIs. Also, PrEP won't prevent pregnancy if you happen to be bisexual or having sex with women. Just know that it has no effect on, on getting someone pregnant or not. So just remember to use the tool as it was intended. It is not meant to be used alone. But, you know, not to, not to end on too much of a sad note, Devin, give us a little preview of some of the fun, sassy things that are coming up on Anaros Media and, and tell us where to find you on social media. Well, you can find me at Devin Hunter XXX, or you can find the, uh, the sites tweet at um Antaros media uh all by itself congratulations and, for using the tea golf clap golf clap. <laughs> golf clap uh yeah let's see well we just uh we released a really gorgeous scene recently with the, uh mitch vaughn and connor habib that actually you edited in a really cinematic beautiful manner i'm doing hair flips it is i mean it is gorgeous i i i adore it and it allowed me to do kind of i, I like darkness and light mixing together especially mm -hmm. when it's thematic so it's very cinematic. It's very beautiful. Uh, Lord, we, we've got stories. We've got audiobooks. Bitch, come check it out. It's, it's lovely. You'll get, your, you'll get your life. I think there's even going to be some shady rants from the two of us from time to time. So Yeah, yeah. I, I wrote one out today, and I have to figure out where and how I want to use it. <laughs> oh, Brendan likes that idea. Now, Brendan, um, I'm hoping that you make this somewhat of a regular appearance. So if you'd like to see Brendan come back more often, Come more often. Come back. No, come back more often. Yep. You're no one online will ever see me come. Yep. Um, well, unless they're with you. But unless they're with me. Yeah. Um, I, I take offers. Do you have there a boyfriend is, application? Uh, there is, ah, that's what I was actually about to say. Oh, not a boyfriend application. It's called a cuddle buddy um, application. I will be posting. He has a very liberal definition of foreplay. I'll just leave it at that. But give us your social media and uh, what should we look forward to from you? Uh, my social media, basically everything. Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Facebook. 
Twitter is all at the Brendan John. Um, also, if anyone wants to create a better name than that, please shoot me. No, you don't something. mean Brendan John. No, Brendan John is saying, but like but I, I want to change it. Yeah, I don't want it to be the Brendan John anymore. So if someone has a really good idea to change that, there we go. Crowdsourcing. We need your some help. Steps. Um, also, I'm going to be wait, out. wait, Brendan John, right? Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, ha ha ha, BJ. <laughs> Oh, if anyone wants to know my full initials, it is uh, Brennan John. I'm not going to say my last name because that's not the point. But uh, BJPP is my <laughs> initials. I think you should change it to that immediately. BJPP. Um, I was just meant to be gay from the, my my parents cursed <laughs> me to be gay from the second that I was born. Curse that you. Um, but I will be doing a cover of Demi Lovato's Nightingale that I'm hoping to have up by the end of this month. And then I will actually be releasing a new single, hopefully, in June. So It's really good. So I hope you guys look forward to that. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in. Now, remember, uh, com- the conversation continues on Twitter at GaySexCast at Dean Saves Media. Um, if you have ideas for topics, if you have ideas for shows, if you'd like to be on the podcast at some point, you can let me know. Um, uh, you need a good internet connection and a, a sassy voice. But other than that, you know, uh, we, we, we'd love to hear from you guys. And uh, if you like the show and you're listening and you're subscribed to other places, uh, tweet me sometime. Let me know where you subscribe. We're doing a, a little bit of a look into the, where the podcast goes and how people use it and what they like about it um, so that we can make it better and continue moving forward. Uh, but from everyone here at GSA Friday, we'll say have a great weekend.